Hello. Once again, this is Chiquita Curry, and I am interviewing Sharon Hatley on the second episode of CRP Online with Elementary Students. Now, this is just a shortened version. We did actually do this interview before, but it was a little lengthy, so we're going to come back and try to just hit those high notes. And if you want to listen more, you can listen to the podcast um, after this. So, Sharon, how you doing? All right. How are you? Good, good. Sharon, tell us about yourself. How, what, what's your education experience? I am a K-2 self-contained classroom teacher. Um, I have a total of 10 kids. Seven of those kids are face-to-face. Three are virtual learners. By the end of this year, this will be my 15th year teaching students with special needs. And I am also teaching in a small school district in the southeastern part of Arkansas. And the school district is predominantly African-American. Okay, sounds predominantly African-American. That's our students with color. Um, Let me ask you, so just... In your experience, and from what I know, I've seen you know seen you teach and use the cultural responsive pedagogy, but I also uh, know that you took one of the um, modules that I had talked about in my previous podcast. So taking that all in and your experience within the last year of remote learning with you know these children of color that's and the circumstances that you provided, you know, this is rural Arkansas. What has been your experience? My experience has been that um, equity, fairness is not available to everyone. This pandemic um, has really made us more aware of some things that we may take for granted. Everyone doesn't have the Um, availability to certain resources like everyone else does. So one thing that I have noticed with teaching virtual students, as well as teaching our face-to-face students, we have to be willing to uh, do something different to get different results. Because what we did before the pandemic may not work during the pandemic or after this pandemic. So we have to be open-minded, we have to be flexible, and find ways to meet each learner wherever they are. And if you don't mind giving us a few um, experiences perhaps that you've had with, uh, that you can think back and using that CRP, you know, and online learning. Well, one thing that um, I really, I've learned to do is to not let my personal feelings get in the way of how I educate my students. Um, To consider each student individually, their needs, their beliefs. And I basically try to make sure that all of my students know that I have high expectations for each of them, despite their challenges, despite, you know, whatever is going on. I just try to encourage all of my kids, you know, to take ownership of their learning. And I just try to make sure that their voices are heard in whatever we do. And um, and I know, I know that to be a fact that you've had a very 
good relationship with all your students. I mean, you even had some graduate <laughs> high school. So I know that's uh, no doubt not only is that a good feeling, but you know, you know, we, you know, as a close friend, we've been to public places and, you know, one of your mm-hmm. previous students or the parent or even a coworker, you know, recognize you and comment on, you know, your relationship with your students and how you were in the educational field. So, you know, I thought about you with the, the, C, the CRP. I was like, man, this is, this is it. Sharon's doing this and everything. And, you know, like I said, any other episode, we talk <laughs> more about it and everything, but just, just kind of, you know, real quick, I, know, I didn't want to kind of touch on it, but that digital equity, like what was your experience in your district with the digital equity for the students? Well, in my district, I think they have handled it really, really well. They've tried their best to make sure that everyone had a fair opportunity to have the digital resources that they needed in order to be successful this school year. Um, Chromebooks were given to each child within the district who needed uh, a technology device. If the families needed internet access, they got that as well. They even went as far as placing buses strategically throughout the neighborhood so that the parents could have access to internet. Um, And I, I think it has been really beneficial for our kids because we have some kids who, um, come from socioeconomic backgrounds where they don't have the access to those devices. So imagine starting out and not having what you need, but then someone asking you to do something that's so um, impossible to do. So I think our district really did well in making sure that our kids have what they needed so that we could get off to a good start. Yeah. And um, just for our listeners, I'm not gonna, I know we're kind of running short on time, but yeah. I, I really like the experience and the reality of having, of, you know, low income families, most of the time, you know, children of color in the rural area, just any, any children in the rural area, you know, it's low income there. What was the experience when you're online and you're trying to teach one student and, you know, as a, as a special needs educator, you know, here you're trying to get that and then in the background you hear so anyway you tell it a whole lot better so Sharon what was that experience like okay so you know um I service students who they have other siblings and sometimes they may have up to two or five or seven you know other siblings who attend school so imagine you know, you can hear your coworker in the background teaching uh, subject matter to a student, but you at times you hear multiple coworkers teaching at the same time. So I service kids who have multiple disabilities. And so just imagine, I mean, the, the demand for that child to perform is so, it's just so much more impossible, it's more frustrating that not only do they have to focus on you, but they have to hear all this other, these other distractions around them. And so that's been really challenging for my kids. And that's led me to understand that I have to be more flexible, more patient, and at times more lenient because they're dealing with things that they haven't dealt with before. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you, Ms. Sharon. I hate to cut it short, mm-hmm. but like I said- I know. Look, if they want to hear the, the the better interview that we did, they can yes. listen to the other episode. 
Um, but um, that's our time for going off. I'm sorry, that's probably not. Yes, and please check out the other interview. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, please do. All right. Well, we thank you, Sharon. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. All right.